What's going on, Buckeye fans? We are coming to you live from the basement. This is a Buckeye Show podcast exclusive, and I'm going to give you a little father-son chat because we had a pretty big day in the Hall household on Sunday when my son's favorite football team punched their ticket to the Super Bowl. Jack Hall, it's good to talk to you, man. What an exciting time this is, huh? Yeah, it it really is. I can't even believe it. It would have been it would have been really cool if we could play the 49ers though and destroy them. See, you know about this. We've we've learned football history together. It could have been Cincinnati San Francisco part 3. Yeah, it could have been. And we would have been 1 and 2 against them. I love that. Now you're just going to have to do it against the Los Angeles Rams. How about the fact that Cincinnati but before, before we talk about the Super Bowl, though, we have to just talk about that game and just the pure elation. And it was it was almost kind of strange because all of our jumping for joy, I think, was done before that field goal actually sailed through the uprights because you're so confident in Evan McPherson. How about the uh, how about the the stones on this guy, too, how he apparently tells the coaches on the sideline before he goes to kick like he said it in the Titans game, he said, well, looks like we're going to the AFC championship. And then he's like, well, looks like we're going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> like he's so sure he's going to make it. We all knew they were going to win, but it was the the plays that a lot of those Buckeyes were making for the Bengals that got the job done, the interception and then the drive down the field. Yeah, I, I mean, confidence is key as long as you don't overconfident yourself and then you miss it and then you start bursting into tears. <laughs> You don't so. want to, yeah. You don't want to be overconfident, right? Yeah, yeah. What was the greatest thing about that comeback? It was about my gigantic mood swing. I was very sad and mad, like before even halftime, and all of that happened just in halftime. And how many points did we let them have in halftime? After halftime, second half. Well, let's see. What was the final score? Was it 27-24? It, 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 it might have been. It was. Yeah, so scored 21 points in the first half, I think. It was 21-3 at halftime, and it was the third quarter that blew us all away. It did not seem like Cincy was going to force a punt all day. It didn't seem physically possible at all. <laughs> it didn't. I was just laying down on the couch being like, why? Why must this happen? Why do we have to play the Chiefs? Ugh. I mean, it's it's a good thing that we're a second-half team, but the Chiefs are just insane. Like, they scored a touch... They scored a field goal in 13 seconds at, what, the 35-yard line, I think? 45. It's just insane how they... How much of a two-minute team they are that it's very scary when... Like, imagine you're up by three, and they have the ball with 20 seconds left. They are the only team at all that you would be scared of when that happens. It's impressive what they can do and how quickly they can get down the field. And that's knowing, you know, that they have Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. But even when they won the coin toss in overtime, the defense got the stop. They got the interception, and... T. Higgins with some brilliant catches. You get closer and closer and closer. 
you're ready for it, you're ready for it. You know McPherson's not going to miss that kick, and then you, you just have to pinch yourself. But wh- what, what does it mean to have Joey B, to have this kid from Ohio doing this, what a number one overall pick, what you envision is supposed to look like? I don't, I don't even understand how all of this could happen. And he got cut from the Buckeyes, or did he transfer? Did he transfer? He didn't win the starting job, and he transferred. A Buckeyes backup quarterback is going to the Super Bowl in his second year after being injured. It's insane. It's completely insane. It's, it's why sports are great, right? You can come back from a, a shredded knee behind an offensive line that's not great, but you got to give credit to the, to, the Browns, uh, to the Browns, the family, and to the brass in Cincinnati for making those picks that they did and for picking Jamar Chase, a guy that has incredible chemistry with Joe. And Jamar, if you were paying attention to the Bengals, he dropped almost every single catch in the preseason. I guess he was just trying to do that so he could be like, look at me now. (laughs) He was trying to fool everybody so he could get off to this great start. So I've gotten so many questions about this because you were you were born in North Carolina, but you only lived there for a couple of months, so you, you barely remember that. So you're an you're an all Ohio kind of kid, and I grew up a Washington football team. Now the Washington Commanders. I was a fan of them, and I really didn't want to bring you along and put you through that torture. So tell tell the people how. Because I've got photos of you when you're just a little tiny toddler. And I say, you know, it's all about the colors and picking a cool uniform. Is it really just that? How did it come to be Jack Hall is a Cincinnati Bengals fan? I, I, I honestly have no idea. I don't know. I, I don't remember. I just, when I was like four, you told me that I love the Bengals. And I was like, all right, then. It, it was me. I told you you like the Bengals. So I get some credit for this. I, th- I think I don't even remember. I, I don't. Do you? I, I remember it as you love the colors and the logo, which I think is what most little kids will gravitate towards because your brain's not really operating enough to understand everything going on on a football field. You're not like you are now, where you know the players, you know the stats, you play fantasy football. You, you could make a coherent decision about it, but... That's how it went. So if you're going to give me a little bit of a pat on the back for that, for having this premonition that since he would be here ahead of the Browns, then I'll take it. Yeah, but one thing is I didn't give up on the team with the crappy, like, last year was pretty bad. The year before that was absolute garbage, and I'm pretty sure a lot of years before that it was. And I, and I wasn't like, hey, I'm going to be a Chiefs fan because they just won a Super Bowl. That makes no sense. I am proud of this kid right here. You stick through it. You stick through thick and thin. And I, I, I just can't believe it. I love how we get an extra week to get excited for this. Kind of. Or be nervous for it. Yeah, that's, that's more of what it is for me. Well, I really appreciate you talking about your team here. This is exciting and... You know, I used to do a whole lot of uh, appearances during Super Bowls, but we don't really have those set up or going right now. So it's going to be a heck of a fun time to watch this game. Let's take it slow. Let's not get too high or too low and have that uh, 
that miserable experience we had in the first half watch when we're getting blown out by the Chiefs. And understand that what's what's the most overrated thing in sports ever? What's the most overrated thing in sports? I'm not sure. A halftime score. What do you think about that? What what do you mean by a halftime score? That's 21 to 3 because the game's only half over. Okay, yeah, I got it. Like the Falcons Patriots. Bingo. 20 28 to 3. Insane, right? Yes. Yes, indeed. Well, that was a great breakdown, and who day? Thank gonna beat them Bengals. Thanks a lot, Jack. You're welcome. Well, everybody, I certainly hope you enjoyed a father-son chat here, a Buckeye Show podcast exclusive. And I know we're talking Bengals, but you guys all know how many Buckeyes are doing tremendous things for Cincinnati. Even throw Isaiah Prince out there. He's... He's been beat pretty badly on the edge playing right tackle, but hey, he's in the Super Bowl now. And Von Bell, Eli Apple, who loves to talk, and Sam Hubbard, all guys doing tremendous. And you also can't call any guy, like, really bad if they're in the NFL. I agree with you there. Like, there are standards for it, but none of them are really bad. It's the best of the best. It's the best league in the world for that sport. Yeah, that's very true. I appreciate you saying that. All right, everybody, be sure to check us out. The Buckeye Show, you know, weeknights at 6 o'clock and possibly some extra content here on the podcast feed. Be well.